At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number three of The Handle here on VSIN and VSIN.com. Dave Ross and Matt Brown here at Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas. We just heard a big roar behind us. It's like stadium seating here at Circus. By the way, if you've never been to Circus Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? You talk about a bucket list. If you're a sports fan, you want to gamble and watch. This is an amazing place to watch it. Next week, take this and put it on steroids. It's going to be times 1,000 during the NCAA tournament. But the roar we heard was for everybody that's bet boiler up. They were laying seven against Ohio State today, and they were getting worked early. Ohio State, I think, had a double-digit lead. Uh, That lead's gone. And Purdue really closed the half strong. They're up eight at the break. The live number now is 10.5. Um, boiler up. I talked about this a little bit with the mm-hmm. adrenaline dump with some of these kids in some of these tournaments where you play these multiple games and multiple days, and all of a sudden it feels like you hit the wall. Does Ohio State have another another run in them, Matt? Because if they don't, uh, that's it. Because they're not going to answer. Yeah, no, and it, it seems it, that was a very unfortunate end to that half for them, too, because that mm-hmm. was like you were – you, you you know like you're talking about like you're sitting there and you're like all right this is it this is us sorry guys this is this is the magical run that we needed to get this done and then it's like oh never mind here we are nearly down double digits in the blink of an eye so down eight again that live number ten and a half the live total now one forty eight a lot of points in that first half forty two thirty four boiler up I want to get back to golf here very quickly uh, before we get to good news bad news and it's one guy I asked you about during the break because I saw his number earlier in the round is about twelve to one 
and that's been shorted mightily. He's now plus 850 to win this thing. It's Denny McCarthy. I bring him up because he's the pride of the DMV. I worked in the DMV for almost two decades and kind of waiting for that. Uh, who's who's going to represent the district in Virginia and Maryland? Well, maybe it's Denny McCarthy, 9-1 to one right now in the live number. He is moving up that leaderboard. McCarthy right now two off the lead of Scotty Scheffler. It's a guy that, man, when he putts, Matt, he's yeah. one of the best guys he, on the Moss. He's really the only guy you can really count on, like, a lot. I mean, it, it's listen, putting is, is super streaky, except for a guy like Denny McCarthy, who just literally every single year is inside the top ten, if not inside the top five. <laughs> he's going to make putting. everything. It's kind of like he he is to good putting what, like, Grio is to bad putting. You mm-hmm. know, like, so it's kind of we, – we have that going on with – with those guys, but yeah, I mean, he he is. This course fits him well, and especially today, if this course is not, it's certainly not. I I don't have to say if not. This course is not beating these guys up today no. at all, and so it's it's a real good fit for him because you don't have to be long here. You don't have to be, you know, you can't overpower this course like a lot of these guys. You know, now you got to basically got to be averaging, you know, three twenty off the off the tee. It seems like to to have success, and that's not Denny's game, but he didn't need it here, and so super interesting for him again. T four right now only. A few strokes off the lead, but well, I'm now assuming three. Scotty just birdied. Yeah, he sure did. I'm going to assume Scotty just birdied. Yeah, that was uh, – guy's just so incredibly good. Yeah, and that's the just thing so about talented. a guy like Scotty Scheffler who's now got a – he's two shots clear of the field at 11 under three shots ahead of Denny McCarthy. Uh, and he goes to minus hour 50 now in the live betting market. It switches as we're speaking. The stats, and again, shameless plug for long mm-hmm. shots. It's amazing. Listen every week. Uh, they're going to give you the, some of the, the best of the numbers, and certainly the guys are, they have their eye on. You picked Scotty Sheffer yesterday at 5-1. to one. Scotty's stats for putting don't wow you, but it feels like in the bigger tournaments, this is a fifth major. He just he seems to make him when he needs to. Yeah, it just does everything well. And, like, that was the deal is, is you know, I was, able to get, I was able to get sample size and then realize that, hey, look, the way that this tournament's playing, I'm getting one of the world-class players. Yeah, I mean, look, I didn't get – I didn't get the nine and a half to one that you could get gotten pre-tournament, but, but I had sample size and still got over five to one on him to to win the thing. So feeling pretty good. But again, this is look, there's still some water holes to come and oh, all the yeah. different things like that. So I want to do some good news, bad news with you here, okay. and I want to aim this one at you. If you guys don't know, uh, the guy sitting to to my right and your left, uh, whatever it is, you know, however that works, like <laughs> however the, you see, yeah, it. however you're looking. Um, so his sports fandom and allegiance is all over the place. It is. And, uh, you know, whatever, likes Real Madrid somehow. He, uh, he's a big, you know, Italian, uh, he's a big Italian, one of the Italian national team fans, uh, sure. loves, loves, uh, one of the, one of the clubs in cricket. I can't remember which one it is. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but, um, somehow Syracuse ended up as, as part of this whole oh. thing, you know, Cowboys is one and yeah. all that. So, uh, in, ends up on Syracuse. Jim Beheim does decide that he is going to uh, to call it a career. Forty-seven different seasons mm. there, and just you know, good thing or bad thing for Syracuse because again, I mean, it was the to equate it to the NFL for people who are typically follow football a lot more. You know, Sean Payton ended up moving on from the Saints right. because he his thing was like it just felt like it was time. It felt like it was getting a little stale and kind of you know, maybe some some new blood was needed there. We see this in college a lot more where guys stay way 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 longer. Do you feel like it was time? You know, I, I think this is bad news. And the, mm. the only reason why I say that is because I, I did live in Syracuse as a youngster, and mm. we used to go to Manly Fieldhouse before the Carrier Dome was built. And the head coach then in the 70s was Jim Beheim. Mm. Jim Beheim's been a part of that university for over six decades when he came there as a student 
And then he walked on and he played with some guy named Dave Bing that happened to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame. He was in the backcourt there. Never left. Then became an assistant. Then became a head coach. When I was there and my family lived there in the 70s, some of my youngest memories Mm -hmm. as a basketball fan was going to watch Syracuse basketball. And if you've never been to Syracuse, there's not a whole hell of a lot to do there other than go watch basketball or football. So my fear is is now that Bayheim exited stage left, whether it was of his own doing or not, is that they fall back into a program that kids don't want to go play there. Yeah. Now, Adrian Red Autry, I'm old enough to remember Red as a player, great player, and I love the fact that it's still in the family. He's been on, on Bayheim staff for a long time, and Coach B had, had done a lot of that with Jerry McNamara yeah. and the like, bringing those guys back. Pearl Washington was on his staff before Pearl passed away. One of my favorite, probably my favorite college basketball player of all time as a kid to watch Pearl play in the 80s. So I hope that that Red can keep that Syracuse tradition and, you know, five Final Fours and a national championship yeah. in 2003 and the recruiting. Like, Bayheim was one of those first guys that back in the day in the 90s could go get California kids like Earl Duncan to come all the way across country. It feels like now with the landscape changing so much in college basketball, can Red Autry go get the New York City kid like the right. Pearl Washingtons again? And the St. John's job is up. You're going to have to recruit against those teams again. So that's the thing. Can he recruit? Bayheim could do it. His guys could do it. His recruiters could do it. And that's why they've been relevant for five decades. Mm-hmm. Will that still be the same? I don't know. Right now, I hope it turns into good news, but it feels like bad news. Yeah, I, I, I tend to lean towards that sometimes a breath of fresh air is good sometimes. Because, again, like you mentioned, and, and this is just the reality of all this, you mentioned the 2003 National Championship. Like, I mean, the kids there recruiting weren't even born, no, right? Like, and, like, so, like, that's a distant, distant, distant memory, right? And so, that, it's, right? Yeah, and so it's kind of like – they they don't look at Syracuse the way that you and I or whatever or even someone even the nostalgia even, side of even me. a little younger than us like still can remember you know all of that where the kids are recruiting right now it's crazy to think weren't even born I know you know when when all that happened and so maybe sometimes we could get a little breath of fresh air in there but it was wow. certainly listen nobody can doubt just a historic legendary I just appreciate you there, and Steph sure. bringing that up because it was almost therapeutic for me to kind of workshop that right there here you go just, just to talk right just to get it out. I had to get it out I uh, me give you a football one good news yep. and bad news here and this is with Lamar Jackson and again if you look at the the numbers Cincinnati's a favorite to win the AFC mm-hmm. North the bank the uh Ravens are the second betting favorite but I don't know that they're going to have the quarterback is it a good news or bad news that they put the non-exclusive tag on what that means is other teams can make an offer for Lamar, and the Ravens do have the right of first refusal. Hey, I like the offer. We'll match it. I don't like the offer. We'll say goodbye, mm-hmm. and we'll take those draft picks in exchange. Yeah, $32.4 million next season for Lamar. Um, the thing here is if they do decide to, you know, another team put in an offer there, they if, if uh, the Ravens didn't want to match it, then they would get two first-round picks in return. Now, we've heard from the Falcons, the Dolphins, the Commanders, the Raiders already – all of which say that they're out wow. on pursuing Lamar Jackson. I think this does come back to what we even mentioned a little bit on the show last week, and and it's going to be a recurring theme is just the fact that the style of football that Lamar plays, I think, does scare off some of these teams because for Lamar to be at his best, mm-hmm. you need him to do the things that scare you <laughs> off, that, that, that scare you the most. That's right. right. Like, you like got to run it. Yes, like you have to have the design quarterback runs. You have to have him – being able to just take off when he feels like he can make a play and all that, which is also the reason you're scared to death to give the guy a long-term deal with a ton of money that's guaranteed. And so it's it's like catch-22 here, right? It's like, oh, at his very best, yes, he is one of the most dynamic playmakers we've ever seen at the position, if not the most dynamic playmaker we've ever seen at the decision. But it's the same reason why you're going, can I give this guy 
200 million guarantee. Can I really do that? Because he's one scramble away, um, one run away, one whatever from from taking that hit that puts him out for for nine months. Again, the last two years, Lamar Jackson's com- started and completed one full football game in December and January when the Ravens yeah. needed him the most. Yeah, I, I, I think I mean, it's, it's a good look. If you're the Ravens, I think it's a good thing because here's here's the deal. One, he either comes back and he plays for you next year, or two. He, 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 they move on, and you actually get whatever the fair market value is for him because these teams are going to come in, and they're going to off make the offer of mm-hmm. what they feel that he's worth. And then that also gives Lamar a sense of what he's actually worth, no right? Doubt. Because this it, is, it allows other teams to make a legit yeah. offer and see if the Ravens are willing to. They, they will set the market yeah. now at this point on on all of that, and so that's kind of how we go with all that. What about... What about the your division? Yeah. What about the New York Football Giants going ahead, giving the four year one sixty there to Daniel Jones? That's eighty two million guaranteed, thirty five million in incentives. But the big thing here, though, for this team trying to build a little bit and add some playmakers, his cap hit is is only nineteen million for twenty twenty three. I think it's great news for the rest of the NFC East. I mean, mm. I'm very happy as a Cowboy backer. I've, I I'm going to play the Cowboys plus a dollar ninety to win the division. Look, I, I like the, the progress of a Daniel Jones last year, and that's Brian Dable. Look, yeah. I don't know if we can just say it's Dable that did it for Josh Allen in Buffalo, and Dable's doing it for, for Danny Dimes. Mm-hmm. But I did see similarities. He's not as big as a Josh Allen, but the mobility, right, that we saw yeah. with Josh in Buffalo that Dable really used, and I think he's using it well in New York. I just don't look at, at Daniel Jones and go, he's a guy that scares me. He, do, he yeah. doesn't scare me. He's a good, solid quarterback. But not a guy that I go, oh, man, I can't win the division because they got Daniel Jones. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if they add any weapons to this team because if not, I don't know really what you get here. I mean, listen, he was sixth in completion percentage in the NFL. He threw for 3,205 yards and ran for 708 and only turned it over eight times. But if you don't have anyone to throw it to, it's very hard to win a lot of football games, and I just don't know if the talent is out there for them to have. I think that's totally a fair evaluation. When we come back to some more diamonds in the rough, yeah, it's almost baseball season. Back with a handle here on these. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Handle is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nic- Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hopefully, the handle is addictive. And you're watching and listening wherever you are across this great country of ours. Uh, hour number three here, well underway. They are underway now the second half of Purdue and Ohio State. Remember that live number went up to 10 and a half because Purdue closed the half on a 9-0 run. And you're just wondering if the end is near for the Buckeyes here. Their great Cinderella story could be coming to an end if they don't rally here in the second half. Keeping an eye on the players as well. And Scotty Sheff, your guy, you got a 5-1 to yesterday. One shot lead over Min Wu Lee, who you say you might have gotten a week early. Yeah, I had Minwoo Lee last week, and uh, he is he is battling here today for sure. Again, I, I still think this is up for grabs. I think there's a lot of a, a lot of leeway here for some of these guys to uh, to continue. There's Bill Ben Griffin Birdie right there, right? A little, so Ben Griffin, a little, a little Ben Griffin Birdie back four. You mentioned Ben yeah. here earlier. I'm always I'm always interested in the uh, the way that Look, they you see this. He was a mortgage officer, a loan officer, and they quit pro golf in <laughs> April. That was um, this year. Holy Mac, uh, April twenty one. Yeah. So he just quit golf yeah, and said, I'm going to be a mortgage loan officer and then decided to go try to qualify. He didn't do it. And then he yep. later qualified. Now here he is four off the lead. By the way, why would you ever, if you're that good, and I get it, people that don't understand, you got to make cuts in order to make money. Now yeah. that's going to change a lot next year. And I think that's where a lot of the, the quote unquote bottom feeders of the PGA Tour are going to take exception because they're just not going to qualify for some of these no-cut events. 75% of the tournaments next year are going to be no-cut events. That will diminish the likely great stories of a Ben Griffin, right, next year, because they won't be eligible to play in some of these no-cut events. That's the only thing that I don't like about it is, like, I like that we have cuts, mm-hmm. right? And I know some people are saying, well, Rory, you don't get to watch Rory for the final two the rounds of The majority of the events are still going to have cuts, though. That's the thing. But not the 
marquee ones, yeah. right? Not the ones that we're going to watch and really like the players, like a fifth major, right? Yeah. I mean, I, the heart is what makes it good, Matt. That's what I like about it. Like, we were goofing on live golf because like, this, is, this isn't golf. There's no cuts in any of the live events, right? They only play three Can days. I, well, let me counter something to you. Bring it. Sungjae's seven under right now. He made the cut by one right here. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's like he's, Sungjae's seven under on this round. He's, he's putting himself squarely in position to be in contention for this come Sunday, right? And yeah. like these world-class players, Cam Young is six under. They can just go super low. Yeah, like, I mean, it's so, I don't know. I I don't know. I, know, I, I, I see your point that, that these guys, like, not Rory because Rory was so far back yeah. that it was a no-cut event. Rory's still not going to win this tournament this week mm-hmm. the way he was playing. But your point is, if they're ten off the lead or eleven, because normally the cut line yeah. would traditionally be around ten. It's like not the craziest thing in the world. They can come back from eleven. Not, not not the craziest thing in the world, anyway. I like the glass half full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just you know I just I like tough. I things. know. I know. I, I, NL Central. Let's do it. Okay. What do we think about this one? I mean, this is St. Louis and Milwaukee, pretty much, and everybody else is kind of how this division is looking right now. Here's the thing, and again, you know, I come from Chicago, moved out mm-hmm. here about a year and a half ago. And Willie Contreras is now a member of, of the the Redbirds. And he did his press conference, and he was like, it's really great to be part of a you know first-class organization. Mm-hmm. And there was so much consternation that people in Chicago derived from that, that Contreras has already taken shots at the Cubs. Like, this is like that who's got the best fan base argument. Yeah. Chicago will tell you it's them. St. Louis will say it's us. That's the way we are. And they're the betting favorite. I'm not betting the Cardinals at minus $1.20. And I'm not betting the Cubs at plus $6.50. It's Milwaukee, the forgotten team in this division, right? Because everybody talks about Cubs and the Cardinals. That's what it feels like. Milwaukee's still the best team. They still have the best pitching, in my estimation. 85.5 feels low to me. I don't think the rest of the division is particularly that good with the Buccos and the Reds. So they're going to have a a good chance to beat up on some of those teams. Matt, I'm looking square at the Brewers here. And I'm going to avoid all the talk between St. Louis and Chicago and go up north from Chicago about an hour to Milwaukee and Miller Park. And I would play the over in that win total. And I like their chances to win this division. They're certainly going to have they're, – they're certainly the favorite from a pitching standpoint. Yeah. The, 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 thing about, the thing about the Cardinals lineup, it is super st- – I mean, they actually have too many players right now. And like, Contreras can be a great catcher. Like, they are they are full on – they have too many players right now. Like, they are trying to figure out how they are going to work with all this stuff because it's Tommy Edmond, Tyler O'Neill, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Wilson Contreras, Lars Newtbar. You got Dylan Carlson, Nolan Gorman, Brendan Donovan – you have Juan Yepes who still has to find a position where he's going to go. And, oh, by the way, they got a 20-year-old rookie that is really and truly, like, yeah. knocking on the door trying to say he needs to make this team as well. You have Paul DeYoung, who, by the way, was a starter just, like, three years ago, <laughs> who's going to be on the bench for them. He's a, he's a bench player. I mean, they have too many players as, as we sit right now. It's just a very big disadvantage compared to the Brewers when you get to that pitching staff because now you go down and it's kind of like, okay, what are they really going to get – out of Wainwright. And, well, Wayno's a thousand years old. Right. That's the thing. It's like, what are we going to really get out of Wainwright? What are we, I mean, up and down of Miles Michaelis, right? I mean, like he's been up, he's been down. What do we really get out of him? I mean, you know, it's, it seems like a pitching staff where the Cardinals, we typically look at the Cardinals and like, oh, the Cardinals, you know, pitching, whatever. It, you look at them, it seems like a whole pitching staff of like four ERA guys, right? Like maybe a little under. I mean, certainly Jack Flaherty has like some upside that maybe if he ever taps into, he can be like a little bit better than that, but 
you know, it's Jordan Montgomery, it's Jack Flaherty, it's Steven Matz. These are all kind of like high threes, low four ERA type guys. Yeah, I'm with you. And by the way, I'm a little bit uh, biased here in the evaluation of the Cardinals because in Chicago, I worked with Tyler Fulgham over at ESPN, mm-hmm. Michael Kim at Stadium, and our old director. They're huge Cardinal guys. So I'd be immersed in these conversations about the Redbirds. And they'd tell me about Adam Wainwright specifics. Mm-hmm. They would say six years ago, this is his most important season or it might be his last season. And a guy just keeps on trucking and keeps putting up numbers. I don't know how mm-hmm. he does it. But he now he's north of 40. And is he really the ace? What's Flaherty going to be off the injury? Steven Matz, as a Met fan, we all know what Steven Matz was. It wasn't very yeah. reliable in New York. So they got a lot of those question marks in that rotation of, can they really hold up? I don't have those questions about Milwaukee as much. But the lineup that you put roll out there is 10 times better than what you have in Milwaukee right now. And the Cubs feel like the team that might be a year away and I'm sorry, Reds and Bucko fans. It's just, it's not happening right now. Yeah. It does feel like a three-horse race with the Cubs being the it, third of those horses. It, it you look like, okay, can can Milwaukee get, you know, an actually good Christian Yelich season out of him, right? I mean, that's the thing. You have Christian Yelich who, at this point. What now the happened pro- to Yelich? Now, now the projection systems, if you look, have him like as a 250 hitter, Oof. like about 20 homers. That's it. You know, this was a guy like in, well, a so perennial. No average and power? Yeah, now? like we were sitting here talking to, you know, a, a perennial MVP candidate. And then, you, you know, you come down and there are some guys that you kind of look at could they? Is there upside to Jesse Winker? I think there probably is, yeah. right? I mean, like there, there are some guys in this lineup that, if they play the potential, could certainly bring this Brewers team much closer to the Cardinals. I just think the Cardinals lineup is so incredibly good. If we look at the projection systems as to where these win totals kind of play out, right? I mean, we're sitting right now eighty-eight and a half on the Cardinals, and then eighty-five and a half on the Brewers. If we look at Pakota, they've got the Cardinals at eighty-five point two. Wow! I mean, so, so they actually have the Cardinals under that. Zips has them at eighty-eight point one, so it does have them kind of right on the number. It has Milwaukee though, just to let you know, Pakota at eighty-seven point nine, a full four games over what their win total That's is my set play. at. And then their Zips projection is sitting at eighty-six, so right on kind of the number as well. But again, the the lean there, obviously, through the two kind of major pro- pro- projection systems that we use from a baseball standpoint do have Milwaukee on the overside of things. I mean, the thing that really does ring true here, though, is that the Reds and oh. the Pirates both are not only does their win total say so, not only do the numbers attached to them from a betting market say so, but even their projection systems say so as well. They are going to be two of the very worst teams in all of baseball, not just in this, in all of baseball. We're talking projected win totals of 67, 66, Yeesh. something like that in there for these teams. And so it is going to be a very long, very terrible season for both of these teams should they play to kind of not only what the betting market says, but even what these projections say. You know, I was looking at the NL East and the third team there in the division, their win total of the lowest, Braves and Mets well Mm -hmm. over 90. The the Phillies at 88 and a half, that'd be the number one team in this division, right? So the reason why I do like the Brewers, you got They better beat up on those bad teams. Right, as you mentioned with yeah. the Reds and the Pirates, because all these teams now under 90 wins projected. This does feel like a division. I don't know what's going to happen come trade deadline. You do need to factor that into your handicaps. Milwaukee, traditionally small, smaller market, might not mm-hmm. make the moves. It doesn't sound like St. Louis needs to make a move offensively. They might need pitching. Yeah, that could be the the area that St. Louis, as a buyer come trade deadline, could really help fortify that that wager if you want to lay it. I'm just not going to lay a dollar twenty with a division that I think it's a toss-up between the Brewers right. and the Cardinals. Jordan Walker is a guy that is five to 5-1 right now to win Rookie of the Year in the NL. He might not even start up right now because they have so many guys. So 
he might even be a guy that you can add after they come out. Maybe he starts in AAA. He's only going to be there for a couple of weeks before they call him up. He might get a better number than 5-1 to one on him. When we come back, matters, Matt Urs of the heart. You got something for us? Got yeah, something. He's got something for us. Close to the vest. Matt Brown next here on The Handle. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket, betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of said tourney. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guys feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from our VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Oops Peterson. Sign up today, get the betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tourney for just $19 at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. 6663 Papua New Guinea Kina. Whoa, what? Papua New Guinea Kina. K-I-N-A. That must be the uh that's what you would what you pay for stuff for there in, in Papua New Guinea. 6663. 66, Papua New Guinea Kina. Where we're at. I mean some of the some of the things out there. Yeah. Like obviously it'd be, you know, as the as the American, it'd be so much easier if we just go in the US dollar, right? Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's what, you know, us. It's the yes, we said, we right? Because yeah. we we don't want to have to figure stuff out. But uh, Papua New Guinea Kina is a is a thing apparently. So uh, sixty six of those, <laughs> if you want to become a, a subscriber, Connor Hughes, who is oh. a beat writer for the Jets, mm-hmm. and take I do not know Connor Hughes' work, okay. so take this with a grain of salt. From my understanding, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, everything that needs to be done is essentially done in regards to a trade. Oh. Sides have worked out what needs to be worked out. So if Rodgers wants to be a Jet, he will be a Jet. Let me just take a quick peek at those numbers in the AFC East because the market was kind of anticipating that news yeah. would happen, right? So now if we're getting word there that it looks like it's getting very, very close as we're wrapping up shop here today in the last hour of the handle – 250 is what they the second betting favorite to win the division. And that clearly was predicated mm-hmm. on Aaron Rodgers becoming a Jet. The Bills, remember last year, you're laying $2, 250. Now they ultimately did win that division, but you had to sweat it out a little bit. It was a little bit too close for comfort the for some. Cupboard is not bare for the Jets. It's the defense is ready Either. to go. Salah's ready to the go. The thing when you kind of look at this and like, yes. The Bills are the betting favorite, and probably rightfully so. However, they are going to lose a decent amount of players in that in free agency this year. Like, they just don't have the money to keep everybody. And so, now you bring in, and like you said, one, the defense is good. Yeah. You look on the offensive side, Garrett Wilson, obvious stud, Yep. right? Corey Davis, let's see if he ever ends up. But, like, you know, <laughs> as a number two, or, or maybe part of this whole deal with his meetings with Aaron Rodgers is them telling him, if you come, we will get you another weapon. Like, like, like we we will get you someone else. And Brees Hall coming off injury, mm-hmm. but really showed signs last year of being a you know maybe an, an every down back. So it, you're right. It, it looks like with the defense set by Sal, and we know how good that defense is. Quinton Williams, one of my favorite players to watch mm-hmm. right now in the interior line. The guy's just an absolute monster. So it, on that side of the ball, that's a top ten defense that you're looking at right now. Maybe top five, make an argument. Give me the plus 250. I was going to say. Give it to me. Because that number's not going to be there if this it yeah. becomes official. What's it going to get shorted to? Plus 
a dollar eighty. And yeah, they probably would just be like co-favorites. I would imagine. Wow. Yeah, at that point. So, so if yeah. we're gonna, this is what Matt does, and it's very smart across the network. We try to do this, give you the latest information, and that's what Matt just brought to you. That it looks like everything that needs to be done. If we believe this fella. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's a he he like I went and look. I mean, he's he's verified. Uh, he's a verified like. It's not just an eight dollar purchase jet, to get yes, the blue like check Jets mark. beat reporter. Yeah, right. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Mm. So if you want to go that, that's the information that you might need to get the better of the number. If you want to back the Jets to win the division at plus two fifty, but it is time now for the debut segment of Matters of the Heart. Matt Brown, take it away. So you uh you had a nice. You, you, you had a nice little uh, rant last week, and I'm going to go with, <laughs> with a rant this week for me. And it was, you know, listen, when this when this started going crazy yesterday with this number, and I'm talking about the NFL draft, the trade happened, the number starts running towards C.J. Stroud, all kinds of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, look, I'm not completely sold that that's the way that this is going to turn out. And I had, a, you know, people come out of the woodwork. Sure like, what are you I see you getting after you. Know, whatever, you know, going on and on and on. I am here to say that I think that there are two different paths to go in this if you're the Panthers, and neither of which lead to C.J. Stroud, and that's kind of where I am at with all of this. It is you take the swing for the fences and you take Anthony Richardson, or you believe that that division is actually winnable today and you take the absolute safest play that there is in Bryce Young. And so I think that all of the things that are pointing towards C.J. Stroud actually to me are kind of the two directions you don't want to go because you you have one of two mindsets it's either we have a guy that might be able to step in and you look around this we know the bucks are going to be terrible we have a feeling that the falcons might be terrible since they missed out on all these quarterback situation you know all, all all the quarterback situations that, are, that have been going on out there unless i mean i guess they could go get baker mayfield if they wanted to but i don't mm-hmm. know if that changes our opinion necessarily of of where the falcons are yes the saints get car but is that really something that you look at your defense which Pretty good. Yeah. You look on the offensive side of the ball that, yeah, you got rid of DJ Moore, but you do have some guys that haven't really panned out there yet. But they're, you know, listen, Terrace Marshall at LSU was a guy that was really good in college, hasn't really panned out so far in the NFL. Maybe it was just kind of the the situation there, right? They haven't had a good quarterbacking situation at all. I imagine that they will go out and attempt to get some, some more firepower in there as well. And so... You have a team that maybe could step in and maybe win the division with a with a Bryce Young as a rookie, or you say we have the chance to draft a guy that yes, we know that the floor is so incredibly low, probably bottom five NFL quarterback if if he plays to the floor. If he plays to the ceiling, the ceiling might be the most dynamic. We were just talking about Lamar Jackson. Like the ceiling might be the most might most dynamic playmaker at the quarterback position we've ever seen in the history of the NFL because wow. you can't teach. Genetics, right? right? Like, like you can't teach what he brings to the table here. There is, you can't teach 6'4", 244, can't breaking teach records, breaking records in broad jump, vertical jump, running a 4-4-3, throwing the ball 60 miles an hour. All that stuff cannot be taught. Now, can you teach accuracy? There will be some people who say yes, some people who say no. We saw Josh Allen, incredibly inaccurate in his first season in the NFL. He goes over. He works with Jordan Palmer over in California all season long. They figure out some of these mechanical things that he was doing that were just a little bit off, a little tweak here, a little tweak there, and it's a completely different Josh Allen that we've seen in Buffalo since, right? So I'm not saying that they can do that with Anthony Richardson. What I'm saying is that it is a bigger decision than I think that people are making it out because all they want to do is come in and say, he completed 53% of his pass. Did you watch him at Florida? Oh, my God. It is less about about what the 
collegiate statistics are when you're talking about a pick like this than what a ceiling play might be. And again, that might not be the direction that the Panthers want to go, but I think that that should be how they're looking at this. It's either a ceiling play or it is a super high floor play in Bryce Young, and I think that's kind of the way that you have to go about it. Because, Dave, what you don't want to do is have the chance to get, let's say Anthony Richardson does end up reaching that ceiling, and you are the Carolina Panthers that could have won three Super Bowls had you taken the cut, you know? And, and instead, you straight it up to get. Instead, yeah, and instead you, you, you went the opposite direction. I think that that should be the mindset here. And we talked about this a little bit last week as well, that I don't think people take it into consideration enough. If he's absolutely terrible, that's actually better. And I know that seems crazy to say, but you don't want him to be middling. And that's why Anthony Richardson's so intriguing, because he's either going to be amazing mm-hmm. or he's going to be terrible. Like, he's just not going to be a middling quarterback. That's not his skill set, and that's not how he's set up, right? So if he's absolutely terrible after two seasons – you gave up your first-round pick the second. It doesn't matter. You still have your 2025. If he's terrible after two seasons, you're going to be at the top of the draft again anyway, and you draft another quarterback. That's a fantastic matters of the heart. I will say this. Again, the numbers, and I think you made a great point. It just got out of whack yesterday. It has come back down. C.J. Stroud right now is minus 350. Anthony Richardson to go number one. It now feels playable again. It's plus 380. So mm-hmm. it's not like back to – it was up to 6-1 to one, uh, as high yesterday. It's mm-hmm. come all the way back. So I think some people might be listening hard to what you're saying. Bryce Young, by the way, plus 275 right now in the market. So look mm-hmm. at the, the variations there with Richardson. Remember, Richardson got as, as high the other way at 6-1. to one, Right. And then back to 450, plus 380 now. C.J. Stroud, obviously the big mover there, plus 210 to minus 350. But remember, that was almost at 5-1. to one. So, Matt, mm-hmm. I think people are still – it's not out of the realm of possibility that Richardson goes one. Yeah. And, and for what it's worth, and I'm not saying Todd McShay is like puts out the best mock drafts. I don't really think that he does. I follow this stuff super, super close. And mm-hmm. I think that he's, you know, there are some teams I think that he, you know, has a better beat on than others and whatever and all. But like for what it's worth, he put out his updated uh, mock draft this morning and he has Bryce Young still going number one. Like, you to know, Carolina. Yeah. Like he, he, <laughs> so he still has Bryce Young going number one to, to Carolina. You imagine getting Bryce Young now plus 275 when you yeah. had a minus money all month. Right. And right. now all of a sudden you almost get three to one in Bryce Young. That yeah. would be fascinating. And, you know, and again, like this is where we play the game with the draft too, right? I mean, if you do have a, say you already have a four and a half, six to one, whatever it is, Stroud one ticket. Coming in and putting a little bit on on Bryce Young, then at this point, is, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. You have to kind of play the game when it comes to the draft and just put yourself in a position to make money. Uh, fantastic. I thought that was a, a really good breakdown there of, of why people, the number at CJ Stratton now, you lost it. You might not want to go that way because I think Matt makes a really good point about AR-15 and or Bryce Young. Come on back. Put the finishing touches on this edition of The Handle here on DC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, and you're going to get a square in the house. If the numbers on the score, uh, the square match the final score of the game, you're going to win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions are available at BetRiverSquares.com. Back alongside Matt Brown, Dave Ross here at Circus Sportsbook. We do want to get to our pro tip. And, Matt, I think it really just came from the matters of the heart. And it really is that, that we don't necessarily believe that the number one pick is settled. Right. Right. So, like, we've seen this shift in the marketplace. And, again, I was doing the show yesterday, and it went out of control all the way to minus 450 by the time we got off the air yesterday. And now that it's shifted again, people think it's done. Carolina's taking C.J. Stroud, and that's it. Well, if you already took C.J. Stroud ticket earlier, you could have got over $2. Now you look at Bryce Young, and he's mm-hmm. at plus 275. As long as it's not AR-15, yeah. right, you could lock in profit theoretically, sit back, and relax come draft day. Yeah, and I mean, and depending on what number, what, what ticket you have on Young, I mean, maybe you play 
both Bryce and and Anthony Richardson, and then again lock in a profit. Because listen, here's the deal: it's the draft bet. Draft betting is all about making money. This is about being right. Like so many people want to be right, mm-hmm. and it's more about making money. Because again, this can change on a dime. We're also trying to just gather information as much as we can, but a lot of that is coming from beat writers who are getting some sort of leaked information from someone from within an organization that may or may not be completely accurate, right? right? I mean, like, we're we're just trying to read the tea leaves and get things going here. So it's a fluid market that we can just play. Like, there is, I have, so I have a 25-to-1 Anthony Richardson to go number one. I have a 40-to-1 Will Levis. I have those guys covered, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so once it started leaning towards that it was going to be Bryce Young back in, you know, in, I think it was in January, maybe kind of like December-ish or something yep. like that. I got Bryce Young at like plus 275 or whatever it was to go to go number one overall. You can still get that today, sure. actually. But I mean, again, this is when it looked like it was definitely going to be Bryce Young going number one overall. I actually have all four of the quarterbacks at this point because then Stroud had sh- had had drifted all the way to kind of like a six or something like that to one. And so now I've got a 40, a 25, a six and a two plus two seventy five. I have the whole thing covered. You, you, right? You're going to come out on top at this point. I'm coming out on top no matter what, but right? manipulating the market played. Very and so smart. it's, it's kind of the way that this goes, right? It's, it's, it's not be about being right. It's just about making sure you make money because things just, things change. I have a strategy going in every single year. I take these guys that have a chance to maybe work their way into the discussion. Mm-hmm. And then I take, I take, it worked out two years ago. It worked out this year as well. Like I look at these quarterbacks that may be able to work their way into the discussion. A Will Levis. Uh, a, uh, well, I had a Hendon Hooker, which probably would have actually played if out as well. Yeah, if he, if he, if, you know, I had a Hendon Hooker. I had a Will Levis. I had an Anthony Richardson, right? And like two of the four, two of the three, and probably all three had the injury not occurred, would have worked their way into the discussion where now, as long as I pay attention to the market and how the numbers are moving and what these teams are saying and kind of how these mocks are starting, early mocks are even starting to look and all that, I'm pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to make an, a, a profit on that number one pick. And then from there, we we kind of go on. So just, again, I don't get wrapped up so much in like being I be right. right. Yeah, like being right. It's just like make some money. Like it's all about making money if we're betting this, right? I, by the way, I thought you just gave an, a great example. But look at the, look at the work. Matt had to do to put it. You have to put in the work, people. When you find those numbers earlier, when these odds get posted for the first time, post-Heisman Trophy, mm-hmm. right, who's going to be the number one pick, or even earlier than that, hop in on some of those numbers, especially in the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. If you've kind of identified that these teams are going to go quarterback, this turns out to be a perfect quarterback yeah. draft, right, for So this just situation. remember, like, Burrow went from Burrow went from an afterthought. Burrow was going to be a day-two selection, maybe a day-three selection, Baker all, the way to the number, all the way to the number one overall. So, like, if you just find these guys that – you know, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s to 1s that, you know, over the course of a season, a team might – you just need one team to fall in love with That's them. That's all you do. You just need one team to fall in love with them, and then that could actually cash for you. So just kind of like, you know, something something to look out for. It happened with John Dorsey when mm-hmm. he was the GM in Cleveland, and they went up to get Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. at number one. So that's all it takes. So, again, I, I thought that was an excellent example here for a pro tip on uh, VEASAN. Again, as a VEASAN pro subscriber, you have access to all of our pro tips each and every day. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. Let's get to the Twitter poll. America has voted. America, look, you're owing to. But I believe in you, America. We made it easier on you this time. We gave you. Come on. Just two Just two choices, not four. Who do you like? Texas plus two? KU minus two. You're going with rock chalk. Overwhelmingly, by the way. So 69.9, uh, 67.9% of the vote has gone for Bill Self squad. They're going to have some CLV here, too. They it's, are. It's, it's two and a half. 
now in favor of Kansas. So you made a good bet. Right? It's, like, at yeah. least you made the right bet. Yeah, you made a good bet. It uh, moved to two and a half. That's still where we sit right now. Two and a half in favor of Kansas in this game. Again, this is going in about three hours. So three Pacific, six Eastern if you do want to uh, watch along with that. I, I, would, I would lean towards Kansas to America. I have not played it. If I can still find some twos, I'll hop in with you. Good old U.S. of A. Because I'm rooting for you to get off the schneid and get your first win here on the handle. So let's uh, let's get to the picks here because I oh, do yeah. want you to explain your other two while yes, we sir. have some time here. We know in the main event where you're at, but let's talk about the other two that uh, you do have on your card. Here. Well, what I'm doing is I'm I really do think some dogs are going to be live this mm-hmm. week. Okay, at uh, UFC Fight Night tonight, and again last week UFC 285 is not a good night for the dogs. Only one dog, Alexa Grasso. Uh, was able to cash that ticket, albeit a very big one. So, again, I've already told you I do like Marab Dilashvili here, but I would look, and Matt, you're very astute, that look for if this fight goes longer, maybe to hop in live on Peter Yan. It gets back to your not necessarily want to be right. I'm going to take Marab at over $2. Yep. It all of a sudden, Peter Yan gives up a couple of those rounds, and then it's even, or I get plus money on Yan. Mm-hmm. I might look to lock in sure. some profit there because I do think Dilashvili's best chances are going to come earlier in this main event. Uh, versus later. So if the fight goes longer, I like Jan. If it's shorter, under four and a half rounds. And I do think the under's in play here, too, at plus $1.75 here, because I think Dealish Feely is really going to try to smother Jan, get this fight down to the ground, and try to control him there. If he can do so, he might be able to get a stoppage. And I think Jan, with his hands, clearly has an advantage if this fight stays standing. I'm looking at Ryan Superman's band. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I found some books you can find out about plus $1.50. Uh, here at DK, we're seeing plus dollar forty-five against Nikita Krylov. This is a fight that was supposed to be a main event a couple weeks ago. Then Nikita got sick on fight day. We don't know exactly what that was. I don't know that there's mm-hmm. going to be a carryover. But this is a catchweight bout now at two fifteen. So apparently they both looked really good on the scale yesterday. That's good news for Ryan Spann, who has some cardio issues. This being a non-main event, that was going to be a potentially five-round fight. In three rounds, I like Ryan Spann's chances here of a guy who can be hit. And Krylov here. So the shorter this fight goes here, kind of like my Rob Dilashvili handicap, I think Span is really live. So I'm going to look to him at this thing potentially inside of two rounds, uh, and it's juiced heavily to the under one and a half. I think Span is live, and in that first round, he's really going to be a handful for Nikita Krylov. I, it's funny you say that. I this isn't even in the deal. I have a small play on the will not see round two. So like, <laughs> will, will round two start? I have the no on that one. I mean, as you said, so the thing is, is span can be hit and like, you know, and so I think that it could go against him from that standpoint, but then also he's a first round guy. Yes, he and is. So if you take a look, 16 of his 21 wins have come in the first round, 10 of which were by sub. And so, as we know, if you're going to sub someone earlier when you're not as sweaty that's and not right. as greasy and not as whatever, that's whenever you can get it done. And so, I do have the will not see the second round. Which I like because it well. kind of goes into my handicap of Span being live. And that's where he's the livest is in mm-hmm. that first five minutes. So I think we're on the same wavelength there. You saw the number to go the distance, plus 330 for three uh, Vegas no. is not expecting this no. fight uh, to go the distance here uh, in Las Vegas. Let's get to my last pick of the day. It's the queen of violence. It's Ariana Lipsky. If you really shop around, you're going to find a plus $3 on her. Uh, against J.J. Aldrich. Look, I understand Aldrich should be the favorite here, but I just don't – I think it's way too big. And when I look at a fighter like Lipsky, who has underperformed, Mm -hmm. I would say, so far in her time in the UFC, this is a big fight for her if she's really going to be somebody that we take seriously in the 125-pound division. 
and against a fighter like Aldridge. And by the way, when you get stopped by Aaron Blanchfield, now that doesn't look like a bad mm-hmm. stoppage, right? But she can be had. And I think if Lipsky can figure out a way to get that violence going early, again, I worry about her over a prolonged uh, potential three rounds. But in a shorter fight, I think she's got a shot here if this fight gets down to the ground uh, to make work uh, in a big upset. It would be a very big upset on this card. I just think she's live at 3-1. to one. I'm going to play those three dogs today. Uh, Alcaraz Kokonakis is a little bit later. I have over two and a half sets at plus 165. Listen, Alcaraz is first, it's his first hard court. Now, these are slower hard courts down there at Indian Wells, but still hard court nonetheless. It's his first hard court appearance of the year. Mm-hmm. And Kokonakis has just a, a really big serve. So I think that there's a chance maybe he could steal a set somewhere Ooh. along the way just to kind of, you know, as Alcaraz is kind of working his way into his hard court game and all of that. So I do like the over. Two and a half sets there. And then Jalen Brown over 25 and a half points oh. against this Hawks team tonight. Second leg of a back-to-back for the Hawks. It's also a three and four for them. Uh, Hawks bottom 10 in defensive rating. They're also bottom 10 in field goal percentage allowed in all this. And look, it's it's kind of an easy deal with, with Jalen Brown. If he gets up 20 shots, he gets over 25 <laughs> points. If he doesn't end up shooting a ton, then he's going to be under it. But I do like in a, against a tired Hawks team tonight, him getting over the 25. Uh, that was a lot of fun today. want to yeah. thank Sean Whittle for joining us. Want to do it again tomorrow? Absolutely. I'll see you right back here at uh, noon Eastern tomorrow here for The Handle on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.